way better roll. <laughs> like, love it. I'm like, <laughs> Ready? Okay. This is Haley. And this is Bailey. You're listening to Unleashed. Haley is just trying to figure out her lighting over there. If you are watching the I'm video version of this. Talking about actually, yeah, talking about selfie lights, I feel like those are used so much for doing makeup and all that stuff, which kind of ties true. into and today's topic. It really does. It makes all the natural features just enhance them, you know? Haley, <laughs> do you usually <laughs> wear makeup? Like every day or randomly? Uh, not every day. Like, I'm not wearing makeup right now. And I definitely, it just depends on what I'm doing. But yeah. when I want to feel like more put together, I think I will. But yeah, when I'm just hanging out at home, I, I don't usually know. But let's talk about how I don't think either of us have ever not worn makeup on a podcast, right? I'm thinking. That was you did was once. Slowly... You did once. I remember. It was right before you okay. left Europe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually don't wear makeup that much, I feel like. No, you don't. I, no, feel, you really don't. I usually do it if I'm going out or if it's like we're doing a shoot or something like that. But I don't put it on like daily or to do like errands. Yeah. I know a lot of people who will like wear it to the pool or to the beach or stuff yeah. like that. I used to be a lot like that. Um, probably wasn't until a few years ago I really was like, you know, whatever. <laughs> this is such a pain. I think something that actually really helped me, and this was such a little thing, but I started dyeing my eyebrows. And that might sound like the tiniest thing, but I feel like it helps me feel a little more put together without, because like my eyebrows are so light that I feel like if I they weren't dyed, then when I was doing makeup, that made me feel more confident. And then but, did it look like you, before you started doing that, did you feel like you didn't have eyebrows? <laughs> uh, yes. I need to find a photo. My mom was like, oh, you had she no, has eyebrows. no eyebrows. I was like, yeah, did nobody tell me this? Like, what? But honestly, wasn't that like a, fa- a fad or like in recently, like the no eyebrow look? Because I feel like that was kind of in. I don't that, was a, that was not something I ever participated in. <laughs> no, I didn't either. But don't you remember like maybe but the Kardashians or something? I feel like kendall i need to find this now oh kendall did that for the met yes she rocked it too i remember it from that maybe it wasn't as in but i don't know i also feel like over time i realized like i just slowly got more confident in not wearing makeup but there are times like when i am broken out or like i want to feel more put together i definitely wear makeup i think it's just becoming more confident in not wearing it has been really nice for me i feel like that comes too as you get older when you're so used to wearing makeup because like for me I remember when Bryce and I were first married and we were talking about um women in the hospitals who have just given birth and we're like she looks so put together like she had eyelash extensions and like little diamond stud earrings in and her makeup looked good and she was just so like perfect and I was like I'm gonna do that too I'm gonna look so good I won't there's not a chance that you will ever catch me not having makeup on if I'm like and giving birth and I was like because you know you're gonna catch me giving birth naturally <laughs> but like I would I was like and I have it planned and now I'm like mm, the priority is so like gone on that that is not a thing at all I think as you get 
old older also maybe not but I feel like you kind of learn how to style your like hair or little things different that make you feel more put together like I feel like yes. I've learned kind of on the days that I don't feel as good how to actually like feel a little more put together so in those moments you could be like I'm just gonna do this with my hair and it doesn't have to be this big thing of putting makeup on and yeah some for sure my cousin who has five kids I think she's had makeup on every like every kid I'm like that is impressive she literally doesn't look like she just had a kid I feel like honestly if I wore makeup when I was having a baby I I feel like it would get all like messed up and it would look actually worse <laughs> just like melt like look like i'm like, yeah, like crying i like, always <laughs> because i don't wear makeup a lot i always rub my eyes or like touch them when i mascara on and it gets hello Haley. because <laughs> <laughs> it gets all messed up when we're back to podcasting not next to each other we are still getting the hang of it yeah we really are uh it's so funny because i when you were talking about your breakouts that reminded me how i had like I didn't really have acne in high school. I mean, I got like a couple pimples every now and then, but it wasn't anything like cystic and I was very fortunate for that. But then it came roaring into my 20s and it was a year ago. I was fighting this chronic cystic acne because I had massive It was right when we met. Yeah, it was right when we met and we were doing all these photo shoots for Unleashed and I was like so insecure about it because I'm like, I can't cover this up. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I like found out it was about treating my gut imbalance that I had and it was just so like basically destroyed my gut from all this ibuprofen I've been taking because I was in pain from my periods. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, it's like a never ending cycle. But I'm the, so that like the fact that today I can like confidently like not wear makeup and like just talk about it. It's huge. And I think that comes with time and it's harder to do. I think when you do face those insecurities that you have, because I know a lot of people like acne is such a hard thing to like be confident and have. For sure. Do you feel like there's anything that helped you become more confident in overall not just acne maybe acne or your body image or whatever it is over time do you feel like there's anything that like transformed to make you more confident or any tips tricks you know just anybody yeah absolutely exercising helped but in a healthy I was gonna say that I was gonna say that like whenever I feel anxious or feeling insecure and I'm not saying this in a toxic way of like oh I'm feeling fat I'm gonna go do like I'm gonna go work out no it's not like that it's like oh I'm feeling anxious and insecure and I asked myself, when was the last time you worked out? And when was the last time you had protein? Because usually it means my like food battery is super low and I'm on the verge of like being hangry. And so I will ask myself those two questions. And then if I have if I've have recently worked out and I have eaten, then I'll just try to say, okay, is this something rational? Is this something that will change in an hour? Is this something that will go what away? What part of your cycle like- are you in? Yes, exactly. <laughs> we were talking about that. If you're in your, your luteal cycle, game over. You're just going to have to yeah. wait till the end because there's yeah. nothing you can do to get out of that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's yeah. so true. Like exercise is a huge thing. Is that what you were going to say? I was. I feel like it's made such a difference. And something I was actually going to say about exercise, it's not even the like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get so skinny from this one thing or I'm going to look so much better from this. It's honestly how much more I like feel in shape like and I feel confident in myself. It really does have to do with how I look or what my weight is. I honestly don't keep track of that stuff, but I feel like it's more how I feel inside and how I like am showing up for myself because I feel like when I exercise, it takes this like pressure off of myself. And for some reason, it just like resets me to feel confident in myself in more ways. So you say you feel better inside and didn't you just just start a running like yes, I just started thing. running. If you and if, you can ask Kaylee this, but if you would ask me a month ago, I'd been like, I am never running. That is literally never something I will ever do. It I hate literally running. horrible. 
<laughs> it literally would have been something I would have said I will never do. But I already, I think I've done, I'm on like run number six. It doesn't sound like a lot. But for me, like I've don't run like six runs is a lot of runs for me. And I'm already like looking forward to it. And really what pushed me to do that was I wanted something because I like love going to the gym. I love Pilates, but those, especially with our lifestyle right now, aren't things that I can just like jump up and do whenever I feel anxiety or stress. And I wanted something that was like a time to reset. I wasn't on my phone. I could just get out and like reset when things were hard and also find joy in it because I definitely don't love running, but I wanted to find joy in it. And that's really been my challenge to myself is to slowly over time, like find joy in running and not just do it for anxiety and stuff, but that be a thing that kind of pushed me to get there, I guess is the best way to like, are you finding joy yet? Or are you still working? It's funny. I won't say, I wouldn't say like during it, I'm finding joy, but I'm waking up excited to go for a run, which is really weird. Like to get outside and go on a run. It's not the, I wouldn't say it's the process of it yet. Not during it. I'm not like, woo, this is great during it. it. Yeah. The before and after has I've noticed a huge shift in like how I've been feeling my anxiety. There's so many things I'm already noticing and I'm not even running like a ton. I'm not running like a marathon, baby stepping into this. And one thing I've actually done though is I did not put the pressure of like running a really quick mile or running five miles. Like I was like, if I need to walk, that's okay. I want to like it. I was going to ask you that next. I was going to say, so do you run the entire time? You should go running. Whenever I go to Colorado next, come meet me there. And then I want you to go on a run in Colorado and tell me how you feel. It's harder because it's up in elevation, right? 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 Yeah. So a lot of Olympic trainers will go to Colorado to train because it gives them better stamina. So when they run at sea level, they're like, I can run for days now because they've built up that capacity inside their like lungs and their, you know, stamina and speed. But it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Because running is hard. I don't know. I'm like two miles in and I'm like already walked a little (laughs) bit of that for sure. I'm like, okay, that was good. That was a long run. (laughs) I'm, I'm impressed you even get that far. I just... I don't like running because it like literally hurts me. Like it, like my blood starts to like the capillaries. It's yes, I get itchy. Okay, and the I remember it's called runner's itch. You remember me telling you this that I couldn't run because I've got itchy. I'm not itchy anymore. And yes, so that's what happens. You have to build up your stamina for it, and then so what happens is your blood capillaries are expanding because of all the motion and the activity in your blood, Mm -hmm. and it's usually not used to that, and so it comes across to the body's nerves as an itch, but it's an internal itch. But you can't, so you can't scratch it out. But you want to scratch it, and it just like it hurts, and when you keep going, and you it takes about I think maybe a mile. When of first beginning, it will and it will go away. Like that happened to me once when I went to Disneyland, and I was like murderous. It was horrible. And then after an hour, it was fine. It, it goes away. But that first little onset of that pain, I just like I hate. It. I get so mad. Me it only too. happens when I'm cold. It only happens in cold yeah. weather for me. Interesting. You reminded me of a quote that said <clears throat> something along the lines of exercising is hard and so is also not exercising because, you know, it also, you know, helps benefit your mental health and whatnot. And so choose your heart. And I thought that was so interesting because I do notice the days that I don't, you know, maybe exercise or I feel like I'm not feeling the best or whatever, regardless of exercise or not, like you're going to have some hard days and whatnot. And so to choose your heart, I'm like, "Mm, that's a good perspective to have. I really like that. Yeah. It's just like one of those things that 
I don't know if it will necessarily help you get to where you want to right then and there, but it could help get that direction moving forward. And I think with self-image, what we've talked about today is it's not just about the exercise or wearing the makeup. It's about how you feel on the inside. And that's what your journey with the running thing has really helped you kind of start to begin and do. And I love that because that's where it starts. You can't just all of a sudden be confident on the outside, even though a good outfit really can make that happen. (laughs) It does start on the inside, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's something that really pushed me was because I was feeling like I was looking at, I'm, I've, we've talked about this a lot, but I'm very positive. I have a very positive outlook on life. And I found myself having so much anxiety and being so overwhelmed that I was being so hard on myself about so many different things. And instead of, I was like, I can sit here and keep feeling this way about myself, but I'm not going to do that. So I literally was like, what can I change? What can I challenge myself to do? And that's how I literally got to running. And hopefully I can stick with it. I actually really want it to be something that I do for a long time because I already, if I can see benefits after six runs, I can only imagine how it would feel when I'm way further into this journey. But it's so, it is true. Pick your hard. Like I could have picked to sit here and be miserable and look at everything negative and be hard on myself, but I'm challenging myself to do something that's pushing myself out of it. And that's not going to be the one fix. Like I'm going to therapy. There's other things, but you have to make changes to love yourself and to be confident in yourself because it's not easy. There's so much stuff on social media. Friends are mean. People are comparing. There's just so many oh, things yeah. that you have to well, love yourself. Well, and then like, there's these trends that you see out there that will be something that isn't a trend when you're younger. And so then when it becomes a trend, you're like, what the heck? Like I was bullied for that. So it's something you're insecure about now, but now it's a thing. Like, for example, I was teased about my freckles I had as a kid and people would just thought that it was like blemishes and it was just a problem. Like I have a red freckle underneath my eye and I call that, I called it my devil freckle because people made fun of it. And now I learned, I learned to like it, but it's just like one of those things, but now people are drawing freckles on their face and they like, Oh, freckles are so cute. And I'm like, I'm so confused right now. Pick a side of the fence. Like it doesn't make sense. And it sucks because as you get older, those insecurities don't just go away. And so it's like, yeah, it's a trend and trends come and go, but people's like confidence that stuff sticks definitely I remember just being so tall when I was younger because like all the boys didn't grow I I feel like at least where I yeah boys grow slower than girls yeah boys grow slower so I was always really tall as a girl and I remember like never being liked by the boys like that like I was always really good friends with everyone but they all looked at me as a friend and I was too tall and I remember being like what I'm too tall in elementary school and middle school and then all of a sudden everyone caught up and I think I've said this I talked about this on a podcast but I just remember that being so frustrating because it was like I can't help that I'm tall and now I feel like being tall I don't can't help how tall you are but I remember that being a thing it's so interesting because it's like no matter what you do what you can or can't control, there's always something. Like people are always it's like curly hair, straight hair. Yeah. yeah, it's freckles or no freckles. I mean, it's. I mean, we were talking later before we got on this podcast. So you were like my hairline, and I'm like my widow's peak. Like it's just like yeah. there's always something, and you see a lot of people. And like I look at the future kids and whatnot, and how they don't have um, I call them awkward phases. I guess like they don't. Mm-hmm. They're not very gangly yeah. or. You know, that my favorite word, awkwardness. Gawky, Gawky, yeah. Just like they just don't have an awkward phase that you just look at them. I'm like, you can definitely tell you're growing up and you have Pinterest and YouTube and all these tutorials because we had to face it. We had nothing. We had to figure out on our own or from other people. So awkward. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I think that that those days of us having those awkward phases are now being 
because we were insecure about them, we're now trying to prevent that in the younger generations because that's something we were teased and bullied about. But I'm like, we also have to remember, you know, every generation has their their struggles and their issues. And so you can only do so much. And each generation gets better and better, in my opinion, because we learn from the mistakes for the most part of other generations. And so it's cool to see that they don't necessarily have these awkward phases, but at the same time, what are they then going to have to deal with when they're older? I feel like they're growing up so fast. They are. That's what I feel like comes from that. (laughs) Like, I feel like you kind of skip that young, like, let's play dress up and look all, you know, like, I don't know. These oh, I love take. dress up today. Like Halloween, yeah. man. I'm like, that's like one excuse to actually dress up. <laughs> and like the awkward photo shoots, but now it's all TikTok dances. You know, there's different things, of yeah. course, but it just feels like you're kind of jumping over that. I don't know, middle school, high middle school, beginning of high school. And you're like, just a little bit, you're figuring it out. You're just, it, I don't mm-hmm. know my pictures. At least I'm like, oh my gosh, that's awkward. But I kind of love them. I'm like, I was figuring <laughs> I know, it out. My, my, my mullet photo. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> In my high school, it was like a special occasion kind of a thing to have your nails done. Like proms, homecomings, dances. It wasn't, girls did not have their nails done all the time. And my niece was like constantly asking if she could get her nails done and she's in high school. And it's just one of those things that I'm like, is this a thing now? Like, and I've known this for years now. Like I've known it's nail getting your nails done. is nice. You feel more put together. And so I get it, but I'm like, that was not a thing in my high school to constantly have your nails done. And I feel like the, those pressures that we see now, I'm like, that would sp- that would be horrible to have to constantly feel like, oh, I have to have my nails done or I have to have this or that or whatever. And I'm like, I feel like it was just so much more lax then. I mean, I I felt that way. I don't know. I wasn't also the most girly girl then in high school. I was more of a tomboy. But yeah, it's so interesting to see how things change. But I see all those TikTok videos of like the this is what I looked like when I was in middle school. And now these are middle schoolers. And I'm like, yes, that is definitely what I look like. In middle school. <laughs> those make me laugh so much. Me I saw too. this one thing that was talking about like all the friendship bracelets we see nowadays. Like that's a huge trend. And I think they were super cute. But then when I was like a freshman in high school, it was the bracelets that if you took them off, it shaped to an animal. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, do you remember those? And then yeah. um, the iHeart wallets. Oh. and yes, and oh, the, yeah. the, all those little the things. Ta- like, do you remember I'm the like, tape wallets? Do you oh, yes, the that? duct tape wallets, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look at this and I'm like, why was this a thing? <laughs> I, I remember that <laughs> thing. It was a fun thing. thing, but like that's what I think they're going through now. And so it's cool to see like, okay, well. Glad that I'm not insecure because of the bracelets, you know, that was not definitely something I was insecure about. But it's just like those little trends that you grow up with that shape who we are today and it turns into nostalgia and it's fun. It turns into a fun thing. Definitely. It's so, it's also so interesting to see how much we take from that time, like you said, and bring it into who we are today. Cause obviously it was a big part of our life and going through those different things. And it's interesting to see like some people, you know, like you hold on to a lot of insecurities. Sometimes you work through the different insecurities. But I also feel like with social media today, it's so hard to work through those things because you're always comparing. Cause I, social media was not as big of a thing back then. I mean, it was a thing, but not as big. No, I, I, I remember getting Instagram in like, I think it was 2012. When I got it, it was like right when the early phases of it, maybe even a little earlier, but there was some, oh, one thing that I definitely knew impacted me. And I think it probably does still to this day was I had uniforms in school 
And I went through a K through eighth grade, so kindergarten through eighth grade school. And I, so I wore uniforms pretty much all the way up until high school. And when I had the ability to go to high school, I didn't really have a sense of style. So I just kind of, I was so excited to be able to wear whatever I wanted. So I kind of dressed a little eclectic and it, I mean, yeah, my family kind of helped me, but I mean, they wanted me to express who I was, which I look back and I'm like, y'all should be like, no, <laughs> do not wear that. <laughs> I was just like, it was, it was not, no bueno. Like I had Converse that went up to my knee. Oh, I <laughs> like, had those. You did? Yes. I was like, who let me wear those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was a thing, but I'm like, ah, that I had no idea. And so to this day, I'm like super insecure about the clothes I wear. I mean, I'm not as much, definitely. Like, I've definitely learned to let it go, but I have this thing that I'd rather be overdressed than underdressed. And sometimes it can go a little far <laughs> on how overdressed I am. Talking about uniforms, I honestly always wanted uniforms when I was in school because it's like really? that thing, like you said, straight hair. You know, if you have straight hair, you want curly hair. If you didn't have uniforms, you wanted, you know, everything. I feel like you always think you want the other thing. But I remember thinking, there was so much pressure on what I wore and I was always stressed about what I was going to wear that I kind of just wanted something to feel like, I don't know. It just was like you put on an outfit and you're not judged by what you're wearing. You're just accepted and you're, you're more judged by who you not judged, but you're more accepted by who you are than what your personality you're is more of yeah. your, your personality criteria is for who you are. Yeah. Rather than what yeah. you're wearing. Uh, Mm-hmm. yeah not like oh whose jeans are you wearing or what brand are you wearing or you know always trying to get the next thing <laughs> it's and it's gap <laughs> uniform gap <laughs> and, Collar? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but honestly like I feel like whatever you and it's actually funny because you look back on things like this and you know it all worked out perfect I didn't need a uniform to figure out you know all my style or you know you had a harder time transitioning it is interesting to see how no matter what you have a lot of times you think the grass is greener on the other side and I think that goes to so many areas in our life and really when you just you know can step back and enjoy where you're at and what you're going through I think you can grow a lot from that but it is hard in the moment it's why am I in uniform all these kids get to pick out outfits and go shopping and wear them to school and you know all these things and then it's true it's always and I had, there was once a month, there or was a, we called it dress of choice day where you got to wear like normal casual clothes. And it was always a big deal. The, the cool girls would wear like the limited two and the justice. And I mean, all the American Eagle and all these like nice brands. And I'd walk in, I'm wearing JCPenney and Kohl's and I'm like, oh gosh, I thought this was cute. But apparently I'm like, and that was just like, oh my gosh, this is why uniforms are a thing. But no, did I think that? Not at all. And so I just, re- I remember being able to get that limited to outfit one time. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm a cool kid now. <laughs> I'd made it. I'd made it in life. <laughs> it is so sad though that so much a feeling you fit in or that is based off what you wear and like the brand that it is. It's so crazy because I feel like even today, that's something kids deal with is the what brand is this and what brand is that and it, that doesn't have anything to do with the person and I think that's the most important thing to know is doesn't have anything to do with what kind of person you are and I think when you step back you really realize that but when you're little and in school people are mean <laughs> you are so mean I wish I could just get rid of all the bullies like or have right? a little chat with you them. grow yeah because then you grow up and you're like <laughs> wow that wasn't that big a deal but then 
It was in the moment. It feels like a huge, yeah, it is your world at the time. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I hope that people can take this advice of how you're not alone when it comes to your insecurities. And sometimes it just takes time to figure out what makes you feel confident. Don't try to rush it for sure, but find what makes you happy and confident, whether that's going on a run like Bailey (laughs) or me where I exercise. That's not with running. (laughs) Anything but cardio. (laughs) I do not like cardio. I think something from this podcast is really just remembering to take the time to love yourself and to step back and make time. Like go on the run, go exercise, whatever it is. Like find your thing. Everybody has something different, but it's so important to love yourself to be able to show up for the people around you also. And it makes you such a happier person in your day-to-day life. And you're able to enjoy so much more when you truly love yourself. (laughs) 